following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Anderson County is on the air, escalating the demolition of the old Bells Woolworth buildings and emergencies are just not a problem for Anderson County because we're prepared. All this and more on the February 5th edition of the Anderson Observer Podcast, news from people you trust. And as always, the Anderson Observer Podcast, news from people you trust, is made possible by Sullivan's at Brookstone, Anderson's best spot for lunch and dinner Thursday through Friday and lunch Wednesday through Sunday. That's right. For the first time, you can get Sullivan's food at lunch on Sunday at Sullivan's at Brookstone. Same great food plus some new menu items. Check them out. Easy parking, easy in and out. Great food, great atmosphere. It's like a Sullivan's Junior if you hadn't been out there. You can check them out on Facebook, see some pictures, look at the menu, or at Sullivan's at Brookstone or at Sullivan'sBrookstone.com on the Internet. And it has been another great week in Anderson. January 2016 is in the books, and so are most people's New Year's resolutions from the people I've talked to. But that's okay because February is the month of love, so you can give yourself a break and get started on those new goals. And one of the goals the county has been working on for quite some time is a date for the actual demolition of the old Bells Woolworth building. I can't find any definitive name on the actual building, although, you know, people call it Bell's Building, Woolworth Building, Bell, Bell, Woolworth, or the buildings that made up that block downtown. But growing up in Anderson, as always, Bell's and Woolworth, uh, it's been discussed at great length, including here on the podcast. But if you grew up in Anderson, you remember what a treat it was to go downtown and ride the escalator at the Bell's Building. And for those of you who missed that joy, let me tell you, the escalator in the Bell's Building was the fastest steepest escalator that i've ever seen and I've, I've been all around nothing like today's wimpy slow gentle slope escalators this thing was steep and very fast and those of you who remember it uh, remember some people were afraid to even get on the thing it was so fast they couldn't handle the speed in fact uh, sterling dunlap who some of you know from anderson uh that he uh told me he, he worked at the bells building and also a lot of other places in town you probably know sterling said that he worked at the Bells Building back in the day, and one of his jobs was to catch ladies as they flew off the top of the escalator. They just weren't ready for that that really fast, really steep climb. So I wish we had a video of that thing, that escalator. I wish people who didn't experience had had that opportunity. Also, if you remember uh, that, you can't forget the next door at the lunch counter was Woolworths. They had grilled cheese, milkshakes, burgers, all sorts of stuff, a whole lot more things. And uh, Those were just some of the treats that, that were of choice during the, those wonderful trips downtown back in the day. I love Woolworths because when I was a kid, they had toys. As I got a little older, they had record albums, and they had a little bit of everything. In fact, it was uh, sort of the old, old school department store, and for some reason, I don't know why I remember this. When I was putting this together, I remember there's shoelace displays. They had more shoelace shoelace displays than any place I've ever seen, including shoe stores. But they were a true old-school department store, and whether it's nostalgia or the fact that uh, I just miss the old downtown, uh, Woolworths was a great place, and so was the Bells Building. I hope we get some new retail downtown in that space after the demolition to build new memories around. Uh, They will have the basement of that building left. They're not going to take the basement out. So when um, the big firm out of Miami who did some of the demolition cleanup after 9-11 in New York City brings their giant claws, they're going to use giant claws to pull the building apart, to Anderson on February 22nd. So if you don't take your camera out there, there'll be a lot of cameras shooting this, I'm sure, in video as well. Uh, they'll start taking away that part of our past. The old buildings were just not in good enough shape to renovate. So let's hope they are replaced with something even better for our future. And it'll be a great place to be right there behind the historic courthouse in downtown Anderson. I know one of the dreams for that new building 
which will probably include some retail space and some offices for county government, is an observation deck on top to give a 360 view, degree of, uh, a 360 degree view of Anderson. That'll be awesome. It will be a great opportunity for downtown. I hope the architects keep the look in mind, the historic look of the building and the old historic courthouse, and we don't build another Gotham City building like the new courthouse, which. Uh, Sure, serves a function, should have never been built downtown. It should have never been made look like something that should have the bat signal coming out of it. But that's for another day. One thing's for sure, the demolition and construction will be well documented uh, because it will be included on every camera in town, every video camera in town, and it will be included as part of at least one show on Anderson County's new television station. That's right, the TV station, our channel, went live Tuesday night during Anderson County's council meeting. It uh, hiccup there at first and then went, went nice and smoothly after that. And they're slowly putting together a library of local shows that feature what is good across Anderson County, plus some meetings. The county council meetings will be live on there and other meetings around town halls and that kind of thing, plus other events of interest from everywhere from Pendleton to Iva, Belton, Honeypath, Williamston, Star, you name it, Powdersville, Pelzer, West Pelzer, uh, Pick your community, and they will have some television, uh, some channels, uh, some shows from their uh, area on that station. I want to bring the whole county together. It's not a propaganda piece. It's not uh, uh, just a channel to have a little bit of uh, county news and news releases. It's a, a place for stories and for people to tell what's going on. The school districts are going to be involved. Anderson University is going to be in law, involved. Tri-County Technical College is going to be involved. And I talked to the folks who are involved and have been involved in putting this TV station together on Tuesday night, right after the council meeting. This thing has been in the works for a long time. And here's an interview with those folks. All right. We are talking to the brain trust behind the Anderson County. Now, wait a minute. It's Anderson County Anderson Network Television, County, right? Anderson County Community TV. ACTV. Oh, I've, been call, I've been calling it the wrong thing. Anderson County. Anderson Community Television. Okay. All right. So it officially went online tonight on Charter? It officially went online after a shaky start at the council meeting. So we had, we, had, we had a few bugs, and we tested it all day, and naturally, as always, it worked perfectly until I, Mr. Anti-Technology, touched the button. I think that's when the deal went down. But I think everybody got a good idea of what it is, and I think, Steve, it's up running now. Yeah, we're talking. Steve Combs, tell your title, Steve. Uh, media Relations. Okay. And Taylor Jones, of course, everybody knows Taylor has like eight titles. Chief Deputy, he's he's TV magnet, <laughs> movie producer, etc. Uh, so it is on Charter 193 now, right? It is on Charter 193, right, Steve? That is correct. And when it is, is it going to the Internet? Uh, we're going to be rolling that out hopefully in about two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. and Because <clears throat> that's the big question I'm hearing from people because Charter's, you know, subscribers are not very big in this county. you got to start somewhere. I know that. But, but hey, our goal was start with the television. And include as many cable providers as we can, which we've already reached out and, and had meetings with is... those people. Well, Western Carolina, mm-hmm. not Western Carolina, it is Western yeah, Carolina, Western uh, that's going to take care of School District 3. So we're excited about that, and we're in conversations with other cable providers. But we know that the really big audience is going to be on computers, and it's going to be on Wi-Fi. And, Steve, you tell them what else we got planned. Well, you know, one of the, the, the things that people talk about when they think about TV is why are you going with TV? But quite frankly, the, the demographic that watches TV is the one that generally we see a lot of, uh, uh, of people that they want the information about what's happening on the, the county government. They want to know, um, you know, how do I 
how do I contact somebody in roads and bridges if there's a pothole? You know, so our, our desire is to use this as a means not only to educate and inform, but also to entertain. So um, there's currently about three hours of content, and that will continue to increase. Uh, as we move into the uh, Internet and, and to the, the website, uh, we'll also be using social media as a means of generating information. But the goal really is it's a whole county marketing opportunity. So, you know, we, we want to make sure everybody understands that this is an all-in effort. Every school district is represented, uh, many nonprofits, uh, hospital. There's a lot of organizations that are, are excited about this opportunity because it gives them um, an outlet to communicate what's happening around Anderson County. Okay, by education and bringing in the schools, is there, I mean, are we vision casting down the road where somebody could, like, take GED classes? Or, I mean, are we, are we that detailed in our forward thinking here yet? There might, there might be opportunities like that for people to take GED classes, but we want to provide a lot of general information right. uh, that appeals to everybody, and right. we want to educate. And, and the overriding thing, one of the overriding things is to make Anderson County aware of everything in Anderson County. As I mentioned earlier tonight, people in Powdersville don't necessarily know what's happening in Iva. People in Iva don't know what's happening in Pendleton. This is to try to bring our whole community together, one service that everybody can look at, examine, it's also going to provide a record of transparency that you can go back and watch council meetings, you know, from the past. And that's the new thing. Council meetings will go live next meeting. Is that the plan? Well, we're hoping that, that they'll go live next next meeting. But, Which you know, is the we're 16th. Just, is that right? That's what we're looking for, but we're not guaranteeing that yet. But you will be able to watch them live as they happen. So we're excited about that. We're looking in for a lot of opportunities. And, Sheriff, you might want to talk about some of the opportunities that we're looking for. Taylor with some of the opportunities we're looking for to help make our citizens safer. So one of the emphasis that we're going to have is on crime prevention type things like we've done on our Facebook. So we'll feature the fugitive of the week, uh, show people that's been getting booked into jail and stuff so that folks are aware of, of that segment of their community of what's going on. Uh, we're also looking at education videos that will tell about what the different parts of the Sheriff's Department and Emergency Services does to protect and keep the community safe. You can't have a thriving community if you don't have a safe community. So we're going to have a big em emphasis on emergency preparedness and law enforcement safety and about protecting our citizens. We also want to be a venue where we can come together to share emergency information uh, in cases when we have severe weather, uh, like we saw in the Great Flood in South Carolina and, and other events that, that may uh, plague Anderson in the future. So uh, one of the readiness components of that, you'll see a lot of FEMA PSAs and a lot of Homeland Security PSAs on how to be safe and protect your family uh, during fires and other types of emergencies. So, Sheriff? Yeah, one of my visions is a lot of people don't know how we handle calls. Obviously, from the first time you pick up a phone and call 911, we want to have a segment on what happens when you do that. Why do our dispatchers ask certain call, certain uh, questions and those kind of things? And so the, the, the vision is to do it segmented. So we have a segment on call 911. Here's what happens. And then the next thing, uniform patrol guy is dispatched to your home. So he arrives. Here's what he does. Here's the information he needs to do a report. Once that report's taken, what happens to that report? If it's a certain category of crime, it goes to a certain division to investigate. If it's a higher crime, uh, large larceny, it goes to investigations, and then the segments from there. 
your forensic guy shows up. If he gets fingerprints, what happens? It runs through APHIS, uh, those kind of things. And then the outcome and take it all the way through the court system. So to hopefully have segments starting with the beginning and working it all the way through the end. Kind of a virtual ride-along. Exactly. Bit. Almost. Oh, that, that's a good idea. I hadn't thought about it. A virtual ride-along. Here's what happens when you call 911 to right. report something. Well, Tyler, you mentioned uh, social media. How is social media going to be integrated into this? Because it's now, you know, everything's headed towards seamless. You know, your social media pushes you somewhere, and that's the most immediate. Well, we, we think that the most interesting portion of this is going to be the app that we already have in discussion with the Career Center about helping us develop so that this information can be pushed onto an app that people can download for free. Um, and tying into the YourGov app and, and SafeTown and some of the other apps that we've got to provide better uh, community services within Anderson County government. So we will focus on that. Uh, focus on uh, well, about apps. Facebook. What about like uh, uh, Apple TV and Fire TV well, and Roku and people who are using streaming now instead of? Yeah, actually, I'll talk to that. So, so basically, that's the direction we are eventually heading. But as you know, it's it's the rollout starts today, and this isn't something that you can just go out and turn a switch on and all of a sudden everything's working. So we're building up to that point. We're taking a phased approach. We'll basically roll out the TV. We'll roll out the, um, the website uh, next, and then we'll take the additional steps to bring in the live streaming through um, Internet services. Any chance to go over the air, or is that? Um, that's not part of, been part of the discussion. Right. Um, just because the means right now that we have to use in order to communicate right. or to broadcast – um, there's the potential that we could do that. We just have to have the right connection. And one of the things, Greg, we look at doing too is some entertainment factor. You know, Anderson University being able to show their soccer, uh, uh, baseball, football, uh, you know, the, uh, all the other sporting events that they feature there, but also taking it down the high school level. So we have a high school game of the week and, and all. So people will watch their kids, have the opportunity to see them. Uh, we're looking at YMCA for wellness shows that will integrate in with some of the hospitals' wellness programs because they have a strong, strong partnership there uh, and how we can basically live, work, and play in Anderson and showcase that within our neighborhood TV. And the first opportunity to really stream our big events and celebrate Anderson yes. and uh, Tour of the France. And, and when we have a groundbreaking, it's a chance for, for everyone to see the people who are coming here, and we'll interview them. Why don't you come to Anderson? What do you intend to do? Things like that. So we just see many uses and spotlight our town. And online, it'll be you can be able, we'll be able to search it, right? If you get yep. something. So, so one of the things that has really made Anderson great in the last several years is the economic development program and, and the amount of jobs. And like the Anderson Independence recently uh, discussed, is the high-paying jobs that. that we want to focus on those kind of stories, you know, in our economic development and also the technology uh, programs that's being developed in the school district. And not only do they have partnerships with us, but other industries uh, that's preparing them for the future. Uh, and there's not a lot of places around doing that kind of, of education. Uh, and you know, that's one of the things that. We also look to showcase uh, with our partnership with school districts. When international companies particularly look for that quality of life, what's going on local, they, that's a International big companies care a great deal about the quality of life. They care about being safe. 
and they care about educational opportunities. And I can tell you, and, and Sheriff and Steve and Taylor are tired of me saying this, but the first thing somebody, a company coming in or their consultant or anybody looking to do business, if there's a community channel on, they will turn that community channel on, and that will aid in their formation of an opinion of the community. I mean, I'm, when I go somewhere, first channel I turn on is the community channel. What's the community think of itself? What are they doing? What can I do here? What do they have to offer? What do they think of themselves? And it's just, I think it's going to be great on so many different levels, and it is truly to be a community channel. It is not to be the Anderson County Government Propaganda Channel. And we want schools to produce their own content. We want all kinds of activities, you know? So is it going to be integrated into the Anderson County website as a prominent feature rather than just sort of static yes. website? Yes. Have live TV there, yes. and it'll be the, the feature of the website, and then you can go to the other stuff. Yes. Okay, so that's coming too. So do we know what phases we have? Are we just right now kind of... Oh. Like we're hoping to be up on the internet in about two to three weeks. That's our that's our that's next, the next big that's thing. our next big thing. That's huge. I mean, that's huge too. It is because it gives us the opportunity to have the county council meetings live. So uh, those folks who are not able to get here, it gives them a great opportunity to be able to see what's going on um, instead of having to wait, you know, a week or two and, and watch on other locations. So they can watch it live. Then they'll also have the opportunity to uh, go back and watch the archives. So if they have a particular subject that they want to hear about and they missed they can go back in the archives and do a keyword search. So uh, that's the direction it's going. Um, it's going to give you an opportunity to look at agendas, see the agenda item, and go specifically to an agenda item, and then be able to view that only that segment for the agenda. So, so it's, it's going to be indexed that way. Very, exactly, exactly. So they'll be able to watch our Christmas tree get bigger every year? They can watch the Christmas tree get bigger every year. And the Vales building go down. Are we going? Are you going to video all the way down and all the way back up, the whole thing? Well, I think we're going to video it down. I don't know if we're going to put it in. in when council decides what we're going to do, we'll video that. Well, something's going up. I, I hope mean, something's going up. It's not just going to be a... And, 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 and we're saving the basement over there, right? Yeah, we're saving the basement. We're putting a wooden fence around it until, you know, we move forward. But the basement's sound do. and can be used by whoever comes yes, in and builds on top absolutely. of it. So the foundation will be built there. Yeah. And you said... Thursday, they're going to, you're going to meet with the folks to get an, a, a hard date on. We have a meeting, I think it's 11 o'clock Thursday, with the contractor who's going to take the building down, and we'll have some firm dates and times and about how long it's going to take. Now, what they won't do, Greg, what they won't do, and what I want to do, is to put a camera on the courthouse. I was going to ask my next question. Is a courthouse cam? I want a see? courthouse cam. Right. Of course, I want a million dollars. I'm not getting that either. But a courthouse cam that shoots right down there on the square. We could have that on Friday and Saturday nights. Well, and don't we have security people. cameras around that we could tap into? And but I want, I want the camera square. that, you know, that you can watch the people promenade by. People are, are interested in that. Absolutely. Some yeah. cities do that. I've seen that in other cities. And I think one thing it will do is make the square more popular, and I think it will bring more people downtown. And what's the drawback of that? I'm waiting on that. That's, well, that's what people turned in to see, Sheriff. No, but I mean, there are, I know several, Matthew, I've seen several communities and, that do Matthew that. Matthew and Steve are looking at the logistics of it and how we can do it. And I'm just telling you, they're, right. they're looking. Because, that. you know, there have been buildings since the Internet went online that threw up webcams just showing what's going on with people. Particularly universities used to do that when the Internet first went up. And you can see what your alma mater's weather was like that day. But I do think you're right, looking downtown. Well, you know when we, had the, when, we, when we had the Christmas tree up, right. okay? We had people get married in front of the Christmas tree. Right. And we had 
be great to have video archives. Of that. Yeah, video yeah. archives. We had a lot of people out there who would come out there and take pictures. I remember they had a prom. <laughs> the or, kids putting, or a ball. The kids they, putting uh, warm clothes for the, the warm clothes for the homeless. I mean, yeah. those things that we could capture, and I think that would be of great interest to everybody because we want to serve every section of Anderson County. But that square belongs to everybody in Anderson County, whether you're in Powdersville or Townville. Right. That's the courthouse square. All right, last question. If money is no object, what would you do? What else would you do? I would, every time it snowed, I'd have a dedicated vehicle that would go to every part of the county and show the conditions in that part of the county. This is what it looks like in Iowa. This is how it looks in Powdersville. I promise you it would be the most watched show on television on a snow day. Yeah, and Pendleton and Powdersville will be battling it out for the other most. And then, and then you've seen those shows, Greg, where they start flying on this side of England and then they fly all the way over very slow mm -hmm. so you can see every part of the country. Right. I'd like to do that. So keep the drones so, going. So, so one of the things that I think is going to be one of the things we're going to watch in the future is a new economic development site. And, you know, Russ can kind of tee that up more and all. But that was one of the focuses of the economic development breakfast uh, last week during the snowstorm. And, uh, you know, Greg, I know you and the sheriff and most everybody around the table was there. But... I saw that all in from Anderson County and the excitement about that industrial park coming and all the partners like Tri-County Tech and, and everybody kind of poised to be there and, and use the uh, drone to showcase, you know, the beauty of the layout of the property. And, you know, that's one of the things that I think we got a lot to be excited to is we look forward to, you know, to show the progress of those kind of construction sites, what's happening out at TTI. Uh, so that people can kind of see the, the boom that's going on in Anderson County. There's a lot to talk about, a lot of businesses coming, and a lot more to come in the future. Yeah, I mean, that just reminded me one more thing. Uh, since we do have you know, 23 different countries represented here, 50-something, is there any chance that we would have a German language program? Or uh, uh, Taylor and I talked about the other, other day, and uh, we definitely want to drop in some you know, you're watching a program, but in between a commercial in German, a commercial in French, uh, in Chinese, Mandarin Chinese, just to let you know we're thinking about it. Right. Just to let you know that we care. So those are in the works as well. Yeah. Now, now, this is a baby step. Right. As Steve told you, we have a long way to go. And this thing has to be about the people of Anderson County. It can't just be about Anderson County government. <laughs> if it's just about Anderson County government... We have failed. Also, you don't have enough stories to do. No. Unless you rerun everything and, over and oh, over and over and over to death. Or we start well, doing some crazy stuff, and then we are the news, and, <laughs> and we don't but, want to do but that. But we'll bring back sort of what the news used to do that doesn't do it. You know, a day in the life of road crew, a day but in the life, those kind of things that nobody does Go out does with a patching crew. Right, well, people this used is, to do that. News, yeah. news used to do that, yeah. And then you would know what it was to patch a road. And how do you patch a pothole? You saw a little bit of that today. And you saw... Michael Foreman talking about what we do with a comprehensive plan. I mean, you know, expand on that. Day in the life of administrators. Nah. But, you know, the other thing is it allows council and, like you talked about, the, the district superintendents to directly uh, address their constituents without, you know, in a, in a regular, on a regular basis. Yeah. You know, so. Well, who's going to tell our story better than, than us? You know, unfortunately, uh, other outlets, all they, if it bleeds, it leads. Um, but for us, other than the observer, we don't cover stuff. Like you're that. exactly right. But but in terms of 
telling the story, the positive things. There's a lot of great things happening in Anderson County, and we need to tell that story. People need to know that this is a place that's great to live, work, and play. I wish I had a commercial. That was when I started The Observer. So, sounds good. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Thank yep. you. Thank you. As always, I appreciate uh, Rusty Burns and our sheriff, uh, John Skipper and Taylor Jones and uh, Steve Combs for taking a little bit of time out after a long council meeting. And they had a lot of work getting ready for that to let the public know a little more about the Anderson Television Channel, Anderson Community Television Channel. And that's the official name. I finally got that right. That same group of guys that I was interviewing just now were the key players in Thursday's Anderson Area Chamber of Commerce's Emergency Preparedness Forum at, at Anderson County. Um, had a breakfast up at uh, Tucker's, and they talked about pre preparedness, emergency awareness, also some law enforcement things, and, and some other things as well that I think include how economic development plays into that. That forum did remind people that being prepared for emergencies and public safety are not just important to our way of life, and they certainly are, but they really are important ingredients to successful economic development in the area. Uh, Anderson County Economic Development Director Burris Nelson had this to say. Um, we've been blessed. God's been good to us. We've had, um, over the last five years, we've had, almost six years, um, we've had 48 announcements, new and used. Um, we've had about uh, 2.8 billion, that's with a B, dollars in capital investment, um, and climbing toward the three. We hope we pass that this year uh, substantially. Um, and 3,800 jobs that were announced. Now, about half of those are actually in place because a lot of the companies are building and getting their plants up and running. All those things have to take place. The building has to be there for somebody to work in it. But, but that 3,800 jobs represents 3,800 families. And those families and the companies they work for come asking me, is this a safe place for us to come to? And, and I rely on the sheriff and Matthew and Taylor to, to tell the story. I mean, they, in, in many times, I just give them the phone number and say, call this guy. And, and they go through all that they do and come away assured that they're coming to a safe community and a safe place. And, and we, there's proof positive, all the numbers right here, that what they do works. Um, the, um, the thir those 3,800 folks um, that are coming here, trailing families from places all over the planet, they understand, especially those that are coming here from out of the U.S. that are coming here, and we have a good number of those, they understand what terrorism is about. They understand about, that word Rusty was not supposed to say, active shoot. They understand about those kind of things that we don't have a lot of here, but it's pretty common in other places. Unfortunately, getting more common here today. Um, but we rely on, and I rely on, these folks to sell the community. It was just another good reminder of how important uh, effective emergency preparedness and emergency services are. And our division here, I mentioned earlier, it is led by um, Anderson County uh, Emergency Services Director and Chief Deputy Taylor Jones, it is a model for the rest of the country. They have groups flying in from all over to study how we do it. They're the first in line, the first group called any time the state has a problem, an emergency such as the recent flooding down in the Midlands and Lowcountry. We sent teams of folks down there to do everything from help them evaluate, to give out water, to help them with the law enforcement, help them with all sorts of things. And they were down there, for, many of them, for weeks. And there were Anderson County workers who volunteered to go down there and help out their neighbors. So they're the first ones that are called, and it's because they are innovative in, in the way they approach things. 
Um, we'll be able to see a video of this emergency preparedness breakfast from the chamber on the new Anderson County TV channel soon, so stay tuned for that. It'll be streaming again, as I mentioned, uh, in the next couple of weeks, so this will be up and able you'll be able to search it out and see it if you missed that breakfast. Well, before we go, the this coming week has a few things you might want to check out if you're looking for something to do. Beautiful weather Saturday is the South Carolina Horsemen's Council Horse Expo 2016 at the T. Ed Garrison Arena. That thing's been held for 23 years in, down in Camden, so this move to Anderson is a big deal, and it should provide for a great day and a lot of events for the family starting at 10 a.m., so I hope you can come out to that. Uh, Sunday, we'll offer a Fance Grove trail ride as well, so if you're a horse person, you know what that means. So <laughs> look me up if you come out Saturday. I should be around Saturday morning shooting some video and taking pictures and talking to people. Be glad to say hello. And then next week on Wednesday, the Anderson County, Anderson County Touchdown Club will hold their annual banquet to honor area players and coaches uh, at Wednesday night at the Civic Center. Tickets are still available, so check their Facebook page, Anderson Area Touchdown Club, for more information on that event. should be a good one. They're going to name Coach of the Year, Players of the Year, that kind of thing. But that's about it for this week's Anderson Observer Podcast, news from people you trust. Next week, we'll have something totally different on the podcast, but I'm going to save that as a surprise. And we are moving towards a video version of the podcast as well as uh, being a companion to the audio version. So you can still listen to audio if you want to watch the video version. Some of you will enjoy that new feature. But until then, get out and do something to make this community a better place.